When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, well, welcome back to another episode of Rock M Reacts, live from outside of uh, Fog Island Fieldhouse, following the Zoo 73-64 defeat at the hands of Kansas. Um, marked improvement from last season's uh, defeats that was by a much larger margin back in Columbia. Uh, Tigers fought hard, jumped out to a big lead early, which we'll touch on for sure. And then as the game went on, Kansas made adjustments, threw some counter punches. Missouri responded well, but wasn't able to really break through in that second half. Um, to be able to jump ahead of the game, incredible environment, uh, two teams that really, you know, each side, each coach, I mean, they made some mistakes for sure. Post game, it was not playing their best efforts by, by any means, but both coaches, I think came with a lot of positive things from this. First and foremost, just for two people that was the first time in Fog Allen Fieldhouse, we do want to touch on just the environment that it was, our, our perspectives of the stadium itself, um, for me, it was what, you know, when you hear a field house, that is exactly what a field house should be. You've got, you know, old school, you know, uncomfortable bleacher seats, uh, hot, hot, hot in there. You have red and blue coloring all over the seats everywhere. Mm-hmm. It looks like, I mean, it struck me immediately. I I, I said was, it's, it's a, it's the ultimate basketball playground. It was just, it was such a place that was geared for just classic traditional basketball Love the stadium. Um, I, I think that was, it was a phenomenal place to play. It was student sections were, I think it's also so impressive that they have student section on two different sides of the stadium. Mm-hmm. One side even reaches up as far to the, to the top rows. Um, they were filled up. I mean, it would have been four hours before the game if they let them. It was two hours before that they were they were already full. So overall, yeah, I mean, my impressions, rave reviews, was a bucket list arena to kind of check off. Uh, the environment was crazy, incredibly loud in there. It, it holds the noise uh, as well as advertised. Um and all the above. So I mean, yeah, your your opening impression is just kind of what what the fog the was arena? like. Yeah, it's even it's even a um, how am I trying to say this? Uh, home court advantage against the visiting media because the benches we were sitting on were not pleasant at all. But once you get in the arena, once you brave Lawrence and you get into the arena, I don't know why the city's built on hills. Only place with hills in the state of Kansas. I'm just gonna rant about that for a little bit. But no, I'm not. I'm I'm kidding. But once you get into the arena, yeah, that's one that's one college basketball venue that you want to visit. <clears throat> I mean, I've been to Arkansas and Tennessee, and this is probably, I would say this is up there with those arenas as well. Um, incredibly loud, incredibly loud. You know, we're all packed in there. You can tell it's a 1950-style arena when you go in there. It's just a great, great atmosphere. Um, you got to give credit to Kansas there mm-hmm. on that part, but uh, that's the only really much good credit I'm going to give to them outside of the basketball that they play, I would say. But, you know, it's it's a place that I would recommend if Mizzou ever comes here again. Um, and if Mizzou comes here, hopefully an even better team they have now, 
that um, you come and visit um, the, the fall. It's definitely definitely worth the trip. Uh, mm -hmm. I would say also we, we saw pregame a lot of uh, players, parents, families were vocally not very happy with how far yeah, they put the us Raptors, all up. They were kind of sitting. It was, yeah. it was all the Mizzou faithful were kind of very up in that back corner. It created mm -hmm. a lot of noise. Mizzou fans showed up and were making noise yeah, and we were cheering hard. So, hey, they're good on them for that. But, yeah, incredible environment, mm -hmm. incredible arena itself. I'm moving on to the game itself. Those opening minutes, 20 to 12 lead. Mizzou looks unfazed, like they were prepared for this environment, the level that this game would be played at. Mm -hmm. They were playing it at their pace, some hot shooting from outside. Um, Kansas wasn't getting really a lot of high-quality looks. Hunter Dickinson was really limited early on. Um, Sean East was playmaking as he usually is, and we'll touch on mm -hmm. him more later on. But, but yeah, that opening stretch, phenomenal. It gets in post-game. Those 14 minutes of basketball, he could find almost nothing wrong with. It was probably the best 14 minutes they played this season. Yeah. Rest of the game, Kansas made adjustments. <laughs> Mizzou was focusing heavy on taking away Hunter Dickinson, leaving KJ Adams open in kind of that logo paint area to hit to take some floaters. They were going to dare him to do that, go all, all in on Dickinson. Putting Aiden Shaw Dickinson, an athletic guy that can bother him a little bit, that allows yeah. Vanover or uh, Mabor Mejak, Jordan Butler, whoever else was in there with length, uh, to cover KJ and then be very ready to help on Hunter because they're obviously not playing him out in the mm -hmm. perimeter. Kansas adjusted to that. KJ started knocking down some floaters. McCullough and Harris got a lot more aggressive and really took advantage as well. Um, and Dickinson kind of took a step back, still still had his double-double per oh, usual, yeah. but um, took a step back. Kansas adjusted. Mizzou's quality of shot really diminished as the game went on. Um, Shawnee's was really the only one that looked consistently comfortable in the offensive end, uh, which, which became an issue. Tigers hung in there in the second half. Both teams kind of went through droughts. Finally got to the free throw line in the second half as well, which was something that's plagued them all season long. Um, but they cut it down to six, eight yeah. points a couple times in the second half. Couldn't make that final breakthrough. So just the A, the encouraging signs that early start, but B, mm -hmm. kind of what you saw, both negative and positive, throughout the rest of the game after that. You know, if, like I told you this off camera, if we were playing any other number two team in the nation um, and had the performance if they had, they were losing by what nine points? Was that it? Nine, nine points, less than ten points on the road in a hostile environment. I would say this is a moral victory, but you can't say that in this rivalry, of course, against Kansas. You don't lose to Kansas. There's no moral victories in this. But you know, Missouri. I would say this: you're playing number two team in the nation. They look like an NCAA tournament caliber team out there. It looked like a completely different team from when they played Jackson State when they got off to that early twenty to twelve lead in the first half. It looked like it resembled the old um, border showdown games of when Missouri would just play Kansas rough and tough, no matter what the records are. And it was very inspiring basketball. I said, one of the keys coming into this game, just come out and play confidence and shoot the three ball. Well, and that's one thing they did through those first 10 to 14 minutes. Like Gates said, I don't think there's going to be another team that comes in here. That's going to lead Kansas for 14 minutes to start the game. So very <clears throat> encouraging signs, especially from your three um, veterans, Carter East and um, Nick Honor, they came out firing away and it was very, fun and encouraging basketball to watch, especially a team that's kind of struggled to find its way, a team that's without um, Caleb Grill, Caleb Brown, already mm -hmm. suffered some injuries, John Tanji, we don't know really where he's at right now, but um, they came out shooting, they got in that middle eight of the game where Kansas went on that 14-0 run, and you kind of just felt like, you know, this game was kind of over no matter what, but the Tigers, in the end, they didn't fight, they didn't quit, they didn't quit in this game, which is very encouraging, they cut it all the way back down to eight, or I believe six, you said, um, but, you know, just not enough gas in the tank to complete a comeback. If they would have had more time, I think they would have made it closer. But, you know, you got to be better. You got to be much better instead of giving up a 14-0 run. Just some very um, crucial mistakes there that you can't do in this building. But overall, it's a very – take away the rivalry side of this. It was a very promising 
performance, in my opinion, and I'm actually very excited to see what this team does in Kansas City and Illinois over the next two weeks. Yeah, I think there's a lot to build off of coming out of this game. I think especially we'll touch on here in a second, but mm-hmm. the freshmen learned a lot, especially from this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yeah. Another side point they talked about post game is uh, early on, Shawnee's said that a part of the game plan and a lot of what they, they had success with early was targeting uh, Nicholas Timberlake and Johnny Furphy. Uh, to two newcomers to the to Kansas roster this year, uh, they just thought they were defensively not as capable yeah. as some, some of the some of the other guys out there. So that's what they're doing early on. Those two didn't play as much. The rest of the game also made some adjustments. Kansas themselves did. Credit does have to go for to Bill Self for making those adjustments throughout the game. Let's focus on some individuals from Mizzou. Mm-hmm. First and foremost, Sean East stole the show yet again. He's becoming the face of this team as each week goes by. Team high, 19 points, six assists. He was a playmaker all over the floor, getting guys yeah. involved. You see him be a vocal leader out there on the floor tonight. Um, but just, I mean, overall, without him on the floor, Mizzou is is being run out of this building. He makes his offense go. He was the one guy that really throughout this game looked comfortable on the offensive end. Mm-hmm. And he's just, he's playing at his own pace. You know, I, this offense defaults to just throw Sean East in the ball screen scenario and let him go to work. Um, he, he, he doesn't, he doesn't let anybody speed him up. He's a very, you know, his stop and start is so quick, especially in the lane. It's very tough for defenders to really get a oh, handle yeah. um, on where he's going to go until really late in the game. And you've actually gotten used to his play style, but another incredible performance from him. I think just the development he's shown now, uh, we touched on last week a little bit, Dennis Gates saying that this is his first second season at a mm-hmm. school, considering he had been at multiple places beforehand. He's very comfortable. He, he seems like he's really growing into his own. Shawnee's was was really incredible. I think Nick Honor had a tougher game shooting from the floor, but four yeah. for eight from three. It looks better on the stat line. Exactly. I think in person the game, he struggled a bit. I just I think Kansas' length bothered him a lot, was a big thing for him. Um, and he wasn't able to get he gets to the free throw line as much as he probably wanted to, trying to draw some contact, and then some of the shots that you know he normally hit weren't mm-hmm. falling. Noah Carter struggled a little bit more from the floor uh, than usual, had that cramp in the game as well, but he was still very active overall. So I think the Stars showed out. I, I, I think and then you throw in uh, Connor Vanover, who mm-hmm. had a really Thank impressive God. second yeah. half. Uh, so, after first I half didn't. struggles, looked a little bit kind of in over his mm-hmm. head. Second half came out, got a lot of tip-ins, uh, forcing a lot of blocks today. Um, something Aiden Shaw also did well. Then. Yeah. Rebounding aside, Gates not loving Shaw's rebounding. Dennis Gates said... Aiden Shaw needs one rebound every three minutes. Yeah, and tonight he was, I believe it was one every seven tonight, yeah. which is not what Gates wants, uh, something he has talked about very consistently. Uh, but Shaw was big in the blocks. Vanover was as well. I think very encouraging sign that is going to be talked about a lot yeah. coming out of this game was Vanover's second half. But your opinion on how, yeah, the Stars, the veterans kind of played in this game mm-hmm. and how they can develop. East has that move where he he kind of stops and does that little fadeaway Mm-hmm. Kind of floater thing. Oh, that's so fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It is fun to watch. And it's exciting. It's exciting from where I think I've said this before, where he's came from um, last year where he wasn't that, I wouldn't say big as a contributor that he is now, but he's really stepped his game up. And again, he came in this hostile environment and was able to have a good game, I, I thought, in my opinion. And, I, you know, I'm excited to see what he looks like in Arkansas and Kentucky when Mizzou goes there because now I think they can go in there and win those games. But he played good, and like we said, with honor. He looked a bit rattled, but he finished with how many points? Was it 17, yeah, 21, 17, 17 yeah. points? Well, back, better on the stat sheet, like we said. Um, he looked a bit rattled, but, you know, he's able to get some points up, shoot 50% from the three-point line. Vanover, I thought that run that he had, we were, I was, I was kind of laughing a little bit, thinking, it's like, is he going to come? Is he about to lead this comeback? Because it was just, you know, he's lobbing it down. Yeah, he had a seven straight half, points, yeah. which it'd be nice to get, like, a, a larger run of that. Um with the game being closer, but you know, they said East and Honor really got into him um, at the break, and that contributed to him having a better second half, which is what we need 
going forward. It's still a young season. And um, I don't know if we've talked on the freshmen yet, but um, that's what, yeah, I was yep. going to next. Leading, yeah. in, leading into that, Anthony Robinson, he had a freshman mistake out there. Got swatted there on that transition. You know, we thought we were even slowing down. He's probably going to draw a foul, but I don't know if he was hesitating or anything and just got swatted by, I believe, K.J. Adams. But other than that, he didn't look phased like this freshman class has in all season. You can tell this is a good freshman group, and I'm excited to see what um, they bring in the future. You know, Trent Pierce, he's got a long way to go. So is Butler. You know, you would want to start seeing Trent Pierce knocking down some of those three-point shots he's having. But um, Anthony Robinson, again, he seemed like he had a he had a good game. He wasn't really rattled by Kansas's guards at all. He had that one jumper, I believe, where Kansas was getting ready to get some momentum. Pierce, that was going to go on a run, and he basically silenced the crowd with that jumper. So, again, you know, a good freshman showing. I would say freshman showing. I'm not going to say it's a good, like, veteran what you would expect from veterans. Good freshman showing from this group and um, the field house, and I'm excited to see what they'll do um, in Missouri Arena next year. So that's kind of my thoughts on the freshman class, if you had any more to add to yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, we saw and we saw some freshman mistakes from Pierce on top of that more Anthony mm-hmm. Robinson. Pierce had a couple uh, bad turnovers, but he also, out of anybody that played major minutes tonight, finished with the only positive plus minus. So there's that going for him as well. <laughs> that's why Gates, Gates noted that he really loved what he was doing in the defensive end. Um, was a big reason he was in the game so prominently. Anthony Robinson, yeah, almost almost ripped the ball away from Dewan Harris, one of the best ball handlers yeah. in the country a couple of times, which was incredibly impressive. He didn't, yeah, he didn't look rattled, didn't look phased by this environment. The breakaway, I mean, I just, you expected when he's slowing down, he's going to try to draw contact. Everybody in the building knows that KJ Adams is a freak athlete yeah, that's going to be able long. to swat your stuff in the next but row. I wish, I wish he would have just, if he was going to do that, at least draw the foul because KJ yeah. was coming in hot. and that could have resulted in a foul, free throw. But it happens. Yeah, yeah, in happens. basketball, sometimes you get caught in a difficult spot, and you got to make a quick decision, mm-hmm. and it's 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 I not mean, the right. At way. least it was. At least it wasn't a foul, and like Phil Pressy uh, basically mm-hmm. getting screwed. But that's that. You know, everyone knows that story. Is probably listening to that. So yeah, of course. And most of my college jersey was retired. The man, today, the man himself, the man himself, his his jersey was honored but, to have time tonight. Kansas leaving a couple. Dewan Harris on the on the program as well tonight was a yeah, couple. That's, couple subtle shots from the media nice. Kansas as well. Of course, I mean, it's what's just, a good rivalry? It's just that? it's just brewing a big butt whoop, and they're going to get oh, yeah. come to Mizzou Arena next year. Fair enough. I'm, I'm waiting for it. We will Guaranteed. have to look forward to it. Mark this. Mark it. Someone document that. So I'm looking at the overall series. It's it's three and zero since the rivalry has been renewed oh, yeah. really in these recent years. Um, but you compare this game to last year, and then overall, just how far this Missouri program has come between the years. And personnel aside, Kobe Brown, you know, Demoy Hodges, and those guys, mm-hmm. etc. But how they competed on this floor compared to what they did last year against Mizzou. Bill Self was incredibly complimentary of Gates post game, mm-hmm. uh, talking about his game plan and just you know how much work they've done in such a short period mm-hmm. of time and where they're going. And Gates himself was also agreeing, saying, "I you know I want to be." In the future, in a position that Bill Self has, being 20-plus years of the school, having built something so rock-solid like they have here. Your just opinions on how far this program has come culturally and just in how they're able to compete in an environment like this from last year to this year. They're still in the infant stages, as Gates likes to say. They weren't ready for this moment last year. They looked ready for it tonight. Now it's about how do you take that next step to closing the deal in a game like that? Oh, my goodness. Like I said... It's, it's sometimes frustrating because I believe that they are so close. Um, like I said, I believe after coming away from this game, this team is probably going to make the tournament, in my opinion. That's just my opinion personally. But I would like to extend it past two years ago when they came here and lost by dang near, what, 40 points mm-hmm. um, with Conzo Martin. Then you have the regime change. Dennis Gates comes in here. He's building something new. You still get crushed by Kansas as you're still still building something in your infant stages. And this program still is in the infant stages of what I think the pinnacle of it's going to be within the next few years. And then you come in here and you only lose by nine points. 
that's that's growth right there. That's mm-hmm. growth right there. And it's exciting that you have a game like this. Um, the culture has come a long way from where it was. I think Mizzou basketball has come a long way. It's kind of reviving the old um, kind of glory days from where it's at. But um, this was kind of a representation. You didn't come away with the W, but you came away with you know, a moral win, if that's if that's how we want to put it. And it goes to show how far this program is coming. And it, you sh- Mizzou fans should really be excited um, for what is entailed, what's coming up, because you still got a lot of good games left even this year. Um, don't 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 look too far for you in the future, a few years ahead. But you still got some good games this year, and there's still a lot of a lot of growth with this team, this team specifically that needs to be done. And you know, there's going to be a big win on the road that's going to come up soon. Also, I believe so. And it's pretty good. Speaking on that, as we look ahead now, a week off mm-hmm. till next Sunday, Seton Hall in Kansas City, 30 minutes away from where we are currently. Yeah. Um, they'll be at the T-Mobile Center, taking on a Seton Hall team that has yet to beat a power conference opponent. Uh, standing at, by Baylor. I was going to say, standing at 5-3 and three mm-hmm. right now. Um, going to be a NC, potential NCAA tournament bubble team. Depends on how they fare in the Big East. But still, neutral site game. A, for brand exposure in the city of Kansas City. Haven't played there since 2014 against Oklahoma State, correct? I that sounds about right. They had, the ex, they had the expedition game yeah. against Kansas in 2017, but that wasn't a regular season game. Yeah. But that was an exciting game. So, a big deal just to A, for the for the back-to-back exposure of going mm-hmm. to Kansas City, then St. Louis, playing Seton Hall in Illinois. You want to show well in those two main states where your fan base, or cities where your fan yeah. base is uh, stationed at. Seton Hall's not going to be an easy out. They're, they're, they're a tough team, great in the glass, good defensively. Mm-hmm. They struggle a little bit on the offensive side, which is maybe where Mizzou can kind of kind of shoot their way into a, to a victory there. But in focusing in on this, these these next two, three games overall in the non-conference mm-hmm. slate, Central Arkansas withstanding, Jackson State happened, so you really can't write them off at this point. But these next two games are massive. Mm-hmm. One and one is the bare minimum. Two and oh is what you would love. That sets you up in a pretty good spot entering SEC play. One and one, you still got some work to do going forward. What needs to improve going forward? I look at free throw shooting improved a lot in that second half. Yeah. You you drove you drew fouls. I look at that rebounding. It's never going to be this team's strength. Mm-hmm. You have to hold serve in the glass. You can't expect to win a game like this and get out rebounded by seventeen. Mm-hmm. Keep it within five at least. That's what you have to do. Um, and then you've got to have, I mean, again, just like last year, more consistent shooting. And you're going to have cold stretches. Every team does, of course, and you're going to lose games because of it. It can't become a long-term issue, especially for a team that still does have a pretty small margin for error. Um, going forward, you're going to need some guys really picking up offense. Yeah. Caleb Grill being out the next five to seven weeks, more than likely will be at least for the first couple of games of SEC play, if not longer. You're going to have to find a way to kind of fill his role in the team. He provided a lot in the glass and shooting-wise. Um, so you're going to need more from that. So just this next month, what, what do you want to see from this team? And what would be the ideal situation when we're going uh, there hosting Georgia and Tilton this season? I want to see this team. You talk about free throws, mm. but I want to see them create more opportunities at the free throw line. I'm watching other teams, and they're able to get down there and draw fouls. Mizzou didn't yeah. shoot a free throw until the second half, I believe. Yeah. Like, why why can't we get – we got the talent to get to the – to drive and get to the um, bucket. Why can't we get – fouls and be able to go to the free throw line because that adds you extra points there. That's free points. That's free points right there. Mm-hmm. So getting the free throw line, I want to see that happen. That'll probably help aid some victories. Another thing I want to see, I know like you said, you go on cold stretches, but I don't want to see any more like 14 14-0 runs by other teams. Um periods of long stretches where you're just getting outscored by double digits and not scoring. So especially against Seton All in Illinois, um just take control of those games. Get to the free throw line. Um don't have you can have cold stretches of shooting. Don't have these long cold stretches like you had this 14-0 run by K. I don't want to see any of that. I do believe that these two teams, I think they're going to play that. 
there's a very good chance that you're going to come out 2-0, possibly 3-0, and then 3-0 after Central Arkansas. So mm-hmm. I feel like if you do those two things, I think the confidence level is there. Mm-hmm. The confidence level, I think it's there. And I think this team believes that they can compete with anybody. And they're really going to believe that after tonight, and they watch the film and see what they need to get better. Yeah. But those are really two things that I want to see moving forward in Kansas City and St. Louis. I think that's one thing you can't fault this team for they were confident in that building they believed they deserved to win and they knew they could play at the same plane as kansas did and they, they certainly did for 30 a little bit over 30 mm-hmm. minutes of this game they got to do it for 40 and but going forward yeah you believe you can beat anybody on your schedule from this point going forward oh, kansas yeah, is kansas is the I pinnacle mean, of here the number two number I mean, two team in the nation i mean again they i mean they've already beat kentucky potential mm-hmm. top team in the sec they throw a&m in there of course some handful of others tennessee maybe but you've shown tonight that you can do that. Mm-hmm. So, again, we'll see. Uh, also worth noting, Jaden sported his uh, Missouri uh, Big 8 jacket big as eight well jacket. in honor today. I uh, got some comments from Kansas fans who weren't weren't too happy. So, got the full Lawrence treatment. It was it was very, very enjoyable. But Yeah, Columbia is a better city. Uh, saying that non-objective, saying that objectively, this place is built like, I'm not going to say what I said it was built like. I don't yeah. know if that'll uh, objectively, that out. Objectively, Lawrence isn't the greatest place in the world. We'll say that, but hey, Fog Island Fieldhouse, love it. Great place. You know what? Just show that in all the brochures. Nothing else. Just show that in brochures. But regardless, (laughs) uh, Jaden and Quinn will be in Kansas City for coverage of the Seton Hall game. You'll be seeing them. Uh, For that, I will unfortunately be back in the lovely city of Georgia at home. But I'll be covering games from afar. Every shot we get a chance. But yes, that. so next episode, expect Jaden and Quinn Mm -hmm. post-game from Seton Hall. That wraps up another episode of Rock and Reacts. For Jaden Parker, we'll see you guys very soon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to Rock M Radio, a proud partner of Fans First Sports Network. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to see more, just like it beamed directly into your personal device, just click the subscribe button below. Uh, and you can find this podcast through the Apple Podcast app or for iPhone or the Google Podcast app for Android or whatever app you use to listen to your podcast. Uh, we are also available on Spotify. Just search for Rock M Radio. Uh, and if you like other sports, Fans First Sports Network uh, is a podcast network that has uh, coverage of all other teams, Major League Baseball, uh, MLS, uh, NFL, whatever you want uh, to listen and, and read about. It is a great, great network full of really fantastic podcasts. So look them up and subscribe uh, to any and all of those podcasts. Uh, Rock M Radio will be back with more episodes coming soon. Thanks.